0: coffee and hot. Good morning, people of Earth. It is Monday, November 21st, 2022, as we get ready for Thanksgiving week here in America and prepare to give thanks by showing we have no concept of what giving thanks and being grateful is all about. We are in a very, very fucked up world. That's all I can uh, say about, you know, if you're on Twitter, you know how fucked up things are. If you're not and you're just like drifting along, not paying attention, maybe maybe you should have a look. We have, um, well, it's World Cup week, which is a good distraction, right? People, are you into soccer? Or as they like to call it, football? The whole world is fucked up. We can't even agree on what's football and what's not. Anyway, um, that is starting. So that's a good distraction. We got Crazy Musk. And this guy, he's not my kind of guy, as Jerry Stiller would say. (laughs) This guy, this is not my kind of guy. He is the most broken Weak, pathetic man. And this, you know, I brought this up last night. If people think money is the key to happiness, all you have to look at is is Elon Musk to see just how broken and sad he is. Now, the the great thing this weekend, uh, he took a poll to allow Donald Trump back on Twitter. Now, for um, just for the record, people know I'm an anti-Trumper. Don't like Trump. At all, but I am for him being allowed on Twitter. Um, but that being and the re- my reasons are this: there is a good reason that defense attorneys tell their clients to shut up. Donald Trump is about to become a criminal defendant. We're we're very close now, Jack Smith. I I expect an indictment and an arrest before Christmas. I know a lot of people are thinking, well, no, it takes the special counsel longer than that. Not with all the evidence that has been gathered by the House Committee. So Trump will be a defendant. And there is a good reason that defense attorneys tell their clients to shut up. You have the right to remain silent. Donald Trump is not smart enough. He doesn't have enough self-control to take advantage of that right to remain sound every utterance he makes and he's doing it a lot on his own truth social all day long you can see the panic and ridiculous things he's saying over there but give him a platform uh to say anything he wants and everything and anything will be used against him in a court of law let him speak But the liberals are on, their hair is on fire now. Oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. Musk let let Trump back on Twitter. The damage has been done. Now, most of the leadership in the Republican Party is ready to flush Trump down the toilet, finally. But not on principle, on the fact that they want to win. And they see the writing on the wall. they've lost three straight elections uh with Donald Trump's leadership uh in the Republican party, and they just want to win again they' not they don't care about the principle of you know stealing nuclear secrets, selling them to Saudi Arabia, you know causing an insurrection, all that stuff they don't give a shit about that. All they care about is we want to win again, which is how we got to this place in the first place. So that's going on this Thanksgiving week. Uh and Musk spent 44 billion dollars for a toy that he can use. Like imagine being the richest man in the world and spending all your day tweeting at people like me and arguing with nobody's me and other nobodies like me all day long while his investment loses millions of dollars every single day now whether he's gonna end up mm, losing going bankrupt uh losing the company hard to say I doubt it you got two hundred and forty billion dollars you gotta a bit of a soft landing, <laughs> a lot of cushion, as they say. Uh, so I don't, you know, people calling calling for the end of Twitter and you know and panic, oh, the platform's going down. I don't think it's that important. I think we we lived thousands of years without Twitter. We'll survive without Twitter. It's just so weird to see what's going on over there. Now, again, Musk allowed trump back on twitter and trump said fuck you i don't need your fucking platform i don't like it and then trump went further as he always does he posted a picture of musk looking quite disheveled and weak and pathetic standing next to trump and trump uh what do you say something about uh i should look it up uh when when Poor little Elon was here begging for subsidies. I told him to lick my boots, basically. Um, <laughs> and uh, I could have told him to get down on his knees and kiss my ass, and he would have done it. To which now Twitter boy, Elon Musk, is trying to respond with what he thinks is funny but you know musk is that guy in high school that was totally picked on uh not funny couldn't be funny with anybody and if he tried to be funny somebody probably bullied him and told him to shut the fuck up so he's not funny he's not smart people have called him a genius we've seen you know, he's killing his his companies. Tesla stock, I believe, is way down as uh, as of Friday. I don't know what, what the markets are expecting today, but I'm expecting it to be way down again. He's killing his companies. He's got... Oh, that was another thing in, in Trump's tweet about uh, how the Teslas, they, they don't go far enough. They're shitty cars, they're dangerous, and all that kind of stuff. Nice for, for Musk's stock hopes to have, uh, you know, the Nazi cult ready to and there are a few in the Nazi cult who have Tesla stock who are gonna be dumping it because Trump says so. So it's it's just wonderful to see this whole fucking world imploding over billionaires and their fucking egos. Um you you, you couldn't live on a stranger in a stranger period of time to be witnessing all this stuff that's going down. Um, I don't know what else to say about it there. But so if if you're not on Twitter, maybe, you know, get an account for a couple of days and watch the dumpster fire unfold before your eyes. It's incredible to see. It's incredible to see from a lot of perspectives how the left is really losing their minds over Musk allowing Trump to be back on. And then Trump saying, fuck you. I'm not coming back on. I don't need it. And they're still losing their minds. Like, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened. He's not coming. I say let him talk. Let him talk. Give him a megaphone. Hey, you want to incriminate yourself? Listen, this is the guy who takes the fifth in every court case. Not to incriminate himself, but doesn't realize that every utterance online he makes incriminates himself let him go give him a free ride go ahead man say all you want um so you know that's an interesting thing to watch on my show tonight well i show on friday had a, a really interesting conversation with carrie hart who is the author of Sojourn in Adequate? Sojourner in Adequate, a uh, really insightful book. And, and her philosophy and the ideas she was, she was talking about really fulfilling and a great conversation. For me, one of the best conversations I've had on the evening show. But tonight, <laughs> We may, be, I may be, because I know a lot of you morning people ain't there with me. Um, go back to the world of insane, ridiculous, uh, just crazy people. Just crazy people. Uh, my my guest tonight, Tom Pada. What is Tom's last name? Padovino. I think so. <laughs> He is the inventor of Scalar Light technology. Um, Scalar Light detects and cleanses pathogens from your photograph. He claims to heal people uh, of cancer, HIV, all sorts, Ebola, all sorts of um, deadly diseases. had is his name i'm sorry um but you upload a fa- facial photograph your photograph contains unique scalar light signature and receives scalar transmit uh receives the scalar transmission of energy in other words he doesn't need to see you you just upload a picture of yourself the scalar light instrument will administer scalar energy to your photograph exclusively Uh, It will locate you on the planet no matter where you are uh, because your scalar energy is able to locate your scalar light signature on your photograph anywhere in the world. As you relax and go about your day, scalar light transmits three unique signatures of light waves to your photograph. We call these the spirit, mind, and body trinity sessions. Scalar energy is acting upon your photograph To balance your energy centers and disassemble health-robbing substances and assemble micronutrients. When scalar energy is administered to your photograph, the non-physical atomic elemental and molecular intelligence found in your photo receives beneficial scalar light instructions. You buying all that? Uh, Now, I have to be civil... To this person, uh, and when it was first proposed to me, I thought, well, this is... uh," I didn't know it was about a photograph. I thought it was some kind of actual medical procedure. You go into an office and receive treatments. Turns out it's about a photograph, which makes it even stupider. Now, I have to be civil to this person. I have a pledge to be open-minded on my program. And I have to try to be open minded. But from what I just read, from what I just told you about what scalar uh light is, is there any way in your mind that this could be legit on any level? Um, it just it borders on ridiculous. It there is very little difference between that and uh psychometry bring me an item and i will heal you at a remote distance crazy 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 shit i don't know what are your belief systems about this stuff mine is uh i'm going to be very it's going to be a long hour for me might not be an hour i might end up cutting the guy off now i so far with most of these people excuse me for one second have not been rude. I have not lost my patience. I uh, try to. It's not like I do it with with the. Uh, really, Mike Zinn says uh, he's supposed to come on your show, but I feel like I have to chase him. We, really, he, I don't. I I can't. I can't imagine him being elusive. He's been on every podcast in the world. He came to me begging to be on the show uh i i'm surprised maybe and see this is this is weird because he wants to be he came asking begging i even say to be on my show after knowing that i could be a stick in the mud where mike zinn is probably gonna be a guy oh yeah uh all cool energy man i'm i'm digging it yeah yeah i could see that yeah i could you know knowing that i can be a cynic or cynical to some degree and mike doesn't have a cynical bone in his body um and he chooses me over him that doesn't make any fucking sense at all not any sense on any level anyway so that's what I can expect for, for tonight. Now, Wednesday, this Wednesday, got a good show for you. If you're into comedy, let me hear you testify. I have Billy Wayne Davis, the one and only Billy Wayne Davis on the morning show. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, maybe it's a, a Mike says uh, his, his publicist, agent, whatever you want to call it, contacted uh, him, but then couldn't down, nail down the date. Probably a time issue. Uh, if you did it at 8 p.m. your show at 8 p.m., I think you'd probably find he's ready to do that. Uh, most of the, a couple of the other shows I've seen him be on were at 8 p.m. Uh, so maybe it's a time thing. I don't know. I don't know. Just very weird that he's not going to be on your show anyway. Or can't can't nail him down on a date. Um, the idea of healing somebody from their photograph. It's borderline, not just borderline. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, you know, as I mentioned, I do have a pledge to keep an open mind, but you got to call ridiculous ridiculous. Now, if by some miracle, he convinces me that there might be something to this, and I know that's not his maybe it is. Maybe maybe he does want to convince me on some level, so I'll talk good about it, and and sign up for his 15-day free trial. And then I'll tell all my friends and neighbors about it. Look how fucking healed I am from my photograph. Maybe I should send uh, this is what I should do. I have an idea. I'm going to send him a photograph of somebody else.
1: (laughs) How does he know?
0: He doesn't know. It's an up, upload your photograph thing. You could sign up for a free account. I could sign up under a fake name, send them a photograph of somebody who's already dead. I could do that. I have pe- pictures of people who are already dead. And let's see, uh, let's see what happens. I'm betting. I will bet. I don't know. I will bet the same amount that I'm going to bet on the USA versus Wales in the uh, in the World Cup. That he will tell me that he's healed. No, I don't want to send him you, Mike. Mike is saying send him me. I don't want to send him you because you're still alive. I want to send him somebody who has already passed on. I want to hear how he's healed the dead. That's what I. Uh, that's what I want to. I want to see. I want to see that. I am definitely, the the wheels have already turned. Now, if he's watching this show, he's going to, but he's probably not. Let's face it. But if he is, or anybody connected to him is, I probably just blew it. But then again, nobody watches this fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) are uh, you yeah, uh thursday now thursday thanksgiving day here in the states hello you people across the pond no we have a holiday here where we give thanks every year by showing how fucking gluttonous and just unappreciative for the abundance uh that we have in our lives we we have a holiday called Thanksgiving where we, every year, we prove that we have no concept of what gratitude is all about. The America we live in today. or And have for about a 100 years now. Um, so Thursday, we have a parade in New York City that starts, I believe the parade starts at 8 a.m. I will be doing a special Thanksgiving, because I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner to show how I also have no fucking concept of what gratitude is all about. I will be starting the show at 8 a.m., maybe going to 11, maybe even noon, depending. Uh, And watching the parade and, I don't know, doing some things. And I don't expect a big turnout. don't expect a lot of people to be with me. But listen, I got nothing else to do that day but cook and smell the cooking. So I'm going to do a live stream. Uh, and so that's Thursday. Um, good morning, William. I see there's a chat room going on here. What's Kevin saying? Uh, how do you talk to these freaking nutters all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them are nuts. I talked to some interesting people. Uh, last week I had a bunch of good ones. Um, names are escaping me but uh, a couple of good ones talked about the economy last week i talked about abel archer's incident uh just to be uh conversational and polite to extreme nutters is asking a whole lot um well again most of the most of the people i talk to are not nuts but when you do a thousand shows in a couple of years percentages are you're going to get 50 to 100 nuts 50 complete out there cuckoo people and um so there's that uh so a lot of them you know flat earth is the extreme uh but this one is not far from flat earth that uh patricia corey was not far she complete conspiracy theories that you know that evil consortium uh, are trying to turn us into half robot human 2.0, excuse me, human 2.0 hybrids uh, by injecting us with uh, microchips that are um, converting or realigning our DNA to make us half robots uh there was that just a couple of weeks ago and then this one tonight is i think falls into that level of get the fuck out of here just get the fuck out of here man so yes i do have to i don't have to but if i ever want to keep the door open to the guests that that publicist delivers to me i have to be polite i have to be as open-minded as I possibly can, which in a case like this, listen, you already can tell from me talking about this that I think it's ridiculous. The idea that you can send me a photograph and I think we'll have proof soon enough. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be sending him a picture of my dead son. That's what I'm going to do and I want to hear him tell tell me how he's cured. Cured is uh, whatever... He can come up with that scale of light is detecting in him as far as disease. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that today. Uh, big things happening in my life this week. Again. Big things. Changes. Changes in my life again. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing this show. I love doing this show. Kind of thinking about come the new year, giving up the evening show. Or doing the evening show once a week or twice a week, rather than every night of the week. Um, but I have some unique business propositions. Two of them, and decision time, and tough decisions to be made this week, and uh, tough conversations to have. So that's been weighing on me all weekend, and trying to figure out. You know what? I don't know if you've ever been at this crossroads or, or a place where you got to make a decision to go one way or the other and both seem to have upsides and downsides and trying to figure out which is right for you in the long run based on who you are understanding your past history what really makes you happy what do you really want in the world sometimes decision making can be tough and oddly enough i've had some really interesting, successful people who have talked about how to make good decisions for yourself, how to to make the right decision, even tough decisions. Um, So that's where I am at. And that's on my uh, plate this weekend, along with a bunch of turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing. Cranberry sauce, and my family is not a big family anymore. So for Thanksgiving, it's basically me and my wife and my stepdaughter and my grandson. And they might not make it because they have uh, other things that they have to attend to on that day. And if it ends up just being me and my wife, it's a lot of wasted food. Again, this is this is in the America that has, yeah. <laughs> I don't love cranberry. I'm with you, Kevin. Cranberry sauce is for psychos. Listen, I love cranberry juice. When when I'm playing with the band, my drink of choice is just straight cranberry juice. Sometimes with vodka, mostly not. (laughs) But that cranberry sauce stuff, the stuff that comes in a can and it's molded like the can. Ew. (laughs) It's like ugly jelly. Who needs it? Um, so that's that. I think I've covered just about everything, um, that I wanted to talk about this morning. You know, I, the Twitter stuff is really, really the most interesting weirdness, uh, going on right now. It's just, it's surreal. The, uh, the, um the level of insanity that's going on. Now, I think, um, honestly, and I i don't wish this on the guy. I don't hate Elon Musk. I don't hate him. I think he's very broken, very sad, obviously starved for attention and can't get enough, like most narcissists. You. He can't stand a moment without people talking about him. And I'm doing it now, but he doesn't know it. But that's enough just to know that people are out there doing it. I don't hate him. But um, I do think, and I'm not wishing this on him, I do think he is going to end up in a very, very dark place. He owes the Saudis money. They helped invest in Twitter. And he, for all appearances anyway, is purposely flushing Twitter down the toilet. The Saudis are not forgiving people. Ask uh, Khashoggi. And I do think... I've been around some people who have that mentality. Like, you fuck us. We're going to kill you. We're going to brutally kill you. I haven't been around them a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like uh, Sammy Bull Gravano. I don't know a lot of those people. But I have met some of them. They don't get intimidated by how much money anybody has. They don't get intimidated by how much power and influence they, they have. If they want vengeance, they're going to find a way to take vengeance. I think Musk, and he could certainly afford a good security team, is probably putting his life in danger by being just a jackass, a total jackass, uh, appearing not even to try to save the company, just like riding it out for his own personal raya, whatever you want to call them. So there's that part of it. And, you know, some of the in, insane stuff that he... You know, just tweaking people on purpose. And people, you know, take the, the bait, hook, line, and sinker. Um, so there's that. I don't know. I just don't know what to think of it all. Now, as I mentioned, the Trump stuff is interesting because even Trump's friends was celebrating his return to Twitter prematurely, and then Trump said, no thanks, which was maybe his lawyer's advice or maybe Devin Nunez uh, begging him to say, no, if you do that, Truth Social is sunk completely. Now, Truth Social has been struggling anyway I think it's probably a lot of that. Devin Nunez fucking sucking his dick so hard saying, please, please don't go to Twitter. If you do, we're finished. And all this money we've invested in this sinking ship is gone with the ship. Uh, We moved the town square and it's tougher to organize. I don't know what you mean by that. I mean... I, I, if you're alluding to the January sixth stuff and and Trump's incitement, different times, even though it was two years ago, um, I don't think he has the as much power to incite um, the people who were not already incited. In other words, the, he he can definitely um, incite Oath Keepers and Proud Boys uh and uh kkk you know his core base (laughs) but he can do that on true social just as well he can do that just by holding one of his fucking dopey rallies because the networks will cover him i don't oh talking about the the saudis saudis don't want another islamic revolution um Yeah, okay, no, but that's going on kind of, I don't know, kind of going on in Iran Iran right now, right? And that's not getting any coverage in the world at all. So we are focusing on, I don't know, we, a lot of us, people who are on Twitter. And let's face it, folks, I don't know any I don't know any young people who are on Twitter. Maybe I do know young people. It's not that I don't know young people. I know young people on Instagram, plenty of them, thousands of them. I know uh, young people on Facebook, not as many. I think Facebook is for boomers, boomers and, and Gen X people uh, primarily, but there are some young people on there. I don't see any young people on Twitter. So, for what it's worth, I don't. I don't think he's influencing the next generation in any way over there. Anyway, so it'd be interesting to see. Be, this is going to be an interesting week. I will. I did say about the special counsel earlier. You know, Merrick Garland is a fucking pussy. Let's admit it. Uh, just come on. There is enough evidence to indict now somebody suggested i think it was lawrence tribe who is a uh professor of law suggested that this was a a strategic move by garland to insulate the special counsel because the, the uh and he waited to see how the election results turned out when as soon as it was revealed that the republicans are taking control of the house that's when he made this decision because they will be subpoenaing him and tying him up and trying to defund the Department of Justice, believe it or not. People who say they're against defunding the police, but want to defund justice in America. Wrap your head around that one. Um, So basically, the special counsel is untouchable by the people in Congress. They control the purse strings, yes, but the money has already been... Designated it could run out, but it probably won't. And I expect Jack Smith to indict long before that, even before J- January first. Um, so that that's possible. But the fact is, it, it shouldn't have gotten this far. Garland could have um appointed a special counsel March of twenty twenty one. He, I, my view, he could have done it January seventh uh, of of twenty. 20 the day after the interaction he could have appointed a special counsel but he could have done it back in March of 2021 when they first started subpoenaing Trump for the stolen documents why wait so long because he's a fucking pussy he doesn't want he's afraid to appear political man there's no way it's not gonna appear no matter what you do how long you wait it just gets worse So uh, I think he's a pussy on that level, a coward, a lot of cowardice in the world. And you see this, you know, Paul Ryan coming out and saying he's uh, a never again Trumper, not because Trump stole secret documents, not because Trump incited an insurrection and tried to declare himself president against the vote and will of the American people. Not any of those reasons. Not because of his mishandling of the COVID stuff. Not because of any of that, but because we think we can't win without Trump. That's cowardice. And you see Mike Pence afraid to actually be completely forthcoming and say that, you know, Trump is guilty. This guy tried to get you hanged and was proud of it. And you don't have the balls to stand up to him. A lot of cowardice going on in America. Why else would would uh, Saudi Arabia give a crap about Twitter and who owns it? Um... Why else and what? They definitely held, invested in him. They they put money behind him for that forty four billion dollars. There's no that's un, without question. Um Eddie Munster looking motherfucker. I think more leave it to Beaver. I don't think he looks looks like Eddie Munster. I think he looks like uh Jerry Mathers, no. Interesting. Zach was back and I don't Zach should probably pop in sometime this weekend. We're talking about cartoons that his father used to watch, and I'm of his father's generation. Just curious out there. Now, I know we have some Gen Xers in the crowd. Mike Zinn probably remembers Heckle and Jekyll. Do you guys know uh, about Heckle and Jekyll? Are you familiar with the cartoon Heckle and Jekyll? Um, And if you are familiar with Heckle and Jekyll, are you also familiar with the radio program Amos and Andy, because Heckle and Jekyll, and I got to talk to Zach about this and, and see where his enlightenment is on, on cartoon. Cause there were a bunch of of cartoons from that era that I think are worthy of some serious discussion in light of what we what we're uh, where we are today in America. But Amos and Andy, if we take, go back to that, was a radio show in the thirties and forties. And uh it was an absolute un by un- uh, abashed, um show about racism. It was two white guys behind, and you couldn't see them, but you can imagine them in blackface. You you people, a lot of people thought it was two black guys uh doing yes yeah, yeah, and yes uh, and balls watermelon chilling and uh, fried chicken, yeah, balls, yeah, but uh the most racist, um, stereotypical of that era, anyway, uh, just digs at black people. Racist humor on the radio. And it was one of the most popular programs ever on the radio. Amos and Andy show. And Heckle and Jekyll cartoon was two black crows, cartoon crows, doing that exact same shit, boy. It was an attempt... Not a conscious attempt, but an attempt, nonetheless... To indoctrinate youth into the same racist bullshit... (laughs) That the Amos and Andy show was all about. Now, was there evil intent behind this thing? No. This was... You know it was the stereotype that was accepted and nobody thought they were doing anything wrong. They didn't think they were propagating racism. They didn't think about it. They didn't think about it at all. But they certainly were. And they were reinforcing stereotypes to the point where racism flourished under it. And Heckle and Jekyll was just a way of Hey, let's make this racism for children, right? Because the adults are eating it up. Why not do it for the white kids? And it worked. It, you know, two black crows.
1: the mockingbird,
0: into the mockingbird. Yeah. Um, without any conscious effort on any part of America, we were teaching the worst to our children me being one of those children and nobody nobody even fucking knew nobody even thought about it without a thought and still to this day um that stuff isn't talking about this is part of how we got here the maga crowd the make america great again people were brought up on television that sold a fantasy white bread world um Donna Reed and Father Knows Best and you know all of this stuff and you had Danny Thomas with Rochester yeah heaven boss Rochester his manservant Rochester yeah heaven boss It's all the same stuff. Uh, wasn't one of them kind of gay? Which one? I don't know. Oh, what the heck on Jekyll thing? I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up, Mike. Um, now, speaking of gay. <laughs> why, does, why does my mind go there? Uh, of course, we had another. I don't know how I missed this earlier, but. Oh, I forgot to talk about this. Another mass shooting in America over the weekend. And the bullshit line about um, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. If that hasn't met its demise yet, it never will. Because two guys unarmed tackled a guy with a gun in a LGBTQ I can't even keep up with the letters they're adding to this thing now. Um, Club, guy shooting up, killed five people. Still armed. And two unarmed guys took him down. Meanwhile, in Uvalde, not too long ago, Uvalde, Texas, 150 cops with guns afraid to confront a kid with a weapon. If that doesn't kill this whole, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Well, according to you, you had 150 good guys. I don't think they were good guys. I think they were cowards and fucking waste of life, waste of time, waste of money people. But you want to call them good guys. With guns, did nothing. And then you have two guys who just cared about people cared about not having more people killed, and they were unarmed, and they risked their own lives to take down the guy with the gun. So next time you hear, the only way to stop a bad guy with
1: a gun is a good guy with a gun,
0: you know you're talking to an idiot. And still, the only answer they have is thoughts and press. They have no fucking plan for anything. The Republican party, the state of the Republican party is purely on the libs, on the libs, but don't offer any solutions for anything. Uh, Crime is way up. First of all, that's a lie. Crime is way down in America. Crime is at the lowest uh, it's ever been in the United States of America. We don't have a rising crime problem. Crime will always be a problem but it's less now than it ever was. Oh, we have a massive crime. Uh, Donald Trump and his, you can't walk down the streets of New York or Chicago or L.A. without getting killed. This is a guy who's never walked anywhere in his fat life. But, uh, no, the streets are safer now than they ever were, even with insane people who should be in some kind of shelter or psychiatric institute living on the street the streets are still safer in most of the cities in america and all, collectively in america crime rates are way down that's one thing but they you know they talk about no matter what issue they come up with how it's the end of the world dystopia but we don't really We don't want to get into specifics about a plan to deal with it. We just want to complain about it and blame it on the libs. Liberal philosophies uh, can go too far. But uh, they have plans and they have proposals and they're trying things. And I salute anybody who, who wants to. Try The the great thing about representative uh, democracy and the system that we set up and where you can change your leaders like you change your fucking clothes is that you can try things and if they work, you keep going with them and if they don't work, you change course. And so anybody who has a plan... Now, we've been waiting on every single Republican... Plan for seven years now. It's been coming in the next two weeks. Healthcare, next two weeks. Infrastructure, next two weeks. Two weeks. Evidence of uh, voter fraud. Two weeks. We'll show you that. Everything's two weeks with those fucking people. And two weeks passes and then give it another two fucking weeks. The cultures keep going. Oh, hate libs. Hate libs. Hate libs. Own the libs. Own the libs. Own the libs. Gotta hold the libs. Uh yeah. Uh, I think Kevin, uh let me see. The shooter yeah, I'm gonna I was gonna bring bring this stuff up. Now, the shooter at the uh the club Cup Club Q, I believe it's called in Colorado Springs, um, had done a bomb threat thing about a year ago and was arrested for that, let go. And his record was sealed turns out his grandfather was his grandfather uncle grandfather uh maga nut job uh representative in in the state of california had a lot to do with having his arrest record sealed still now it's not clear yet to me uh uh, how he got the ar-15 that he got whether it was given to him, or whether he was able to buy it. Um, but this goes back to this thing we were talking about last week. How do, I, how do I say it? The misconception that there are laws protecting us from having crazy people buy guns. That's just bullshit. There is no law, none. You can look this up. There is no law protecting... Americans from having crazy people be able to legally purchase guns. The law that you think exists exists for licensed gun shops. And it's a federal law that says licensed gun shops need to do a background check and if certain flags like schizophrenia come up, they're not allowed to sell weapons to to the person who wants to buy the gun. But there is no law that says I can't be a dealer, I'm not a licensed dealer, I don't have a gun shop, but I can buy as many guns as I want because there's no, nothing going to come up on my ridiculous, and it should, to be honest with you. If they He's fucking crazy. Have you listened to his morning show? He's fucking nuts. But I can buy as many guns as I want and sell them. To anybody without doing a background check. And I could go to a gun show and, and rent a booth and sell weapons to anyone without doing a background check. There is no federal law that prohibits that. Most states don't have a law that prohibits that. So, you know, don't buy that. Oh, well, the guns, we have laws on the books that are just not being enforced. No. We, we have laws that make it more fun, more profitable, more NRA friendly to break the law to not or, or to skirt the law, to not open a gun shop, not have the way it's supposed to be done be done, to skirt regulations and all that kind of stuff. So you don't need to have a licensed gun shop to sell guns. Gun shows. Gun shows are everywhere. And the NRA supports that and backs backs it because, hey, listen, that's how their constituents, their membership profits. That's how they gain power. Uh, what, is, what is Williams saying? Well, ain't this just a geographical oddity two weeks from everywhere? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I I couldn't. I, I thought you were talking about gun stuff for for a minute there, and I was like, "Well, geographical oddity. What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, the two weeks. Um, yeah. So two weeks from any proposals, two weeks from any ideas on how, any specifics on how we might address the problems that we we deal with, and that's how we celebrate, on show our gratitude. Uh, every week is by bitching about things like this. This is how I am anyway. I know I'm being a bit hypocritical because I, as I mentioned, I'm doing a show Thursday morning uh, only because I have nothing better to do because I'll be cooking. Cooking massive amount of food for what might turn out to be just me and my wife or and no, I'm not, actually not massive amount of food. Very small bird. <laughs> and not all the trimmings. Not doing all the trimmings. But I'll be cooking, uh, and I'll be trying to celebrate and remember what the holiday is about, if the the hypocritical part of it is. And listen, I try my best to remember these things, but being a uh, mortal and failed human being, we should be thankful every day of our lives, to understand that we live in a, a... As crazy as this time is, we live in a time of abundance. Even poor people, even the poorest people have more now than they did at any time. They you know what we live in a time where life is easier than our forefathers could have ever imagined. People didn't have running water. People didn't even have electricity. People didn't. People couldn't do fucking television shows from their house. We have nothing to complain about. We have a lot to be grateful for, and it's, it's easy to say. I will remember that three hundred sixty-five days a year, and then Black Friday comes the day after. Thanksgiving, and we're fighting and killing each other over Christmas toys, I don't engage in that. And I won't engage in that. Uh, But this is what we will do. So we have that one day to remember to be thankful. Maybe make too much food. A lot of it will be wasted. And then the next day, we will forget it all and want to kill each other for a big screen TV sale at fucking Walmart. Uh, <clears throat> and yet truth has never been as wishy-washy as it is now. What, what Mike says, is that a good thing? Please elaborate. What, what are you talking about? Is that a good thing? Is what a good thing? Uh, We hold the information in the world in in our hands. Uh, We also hold a lot. I guess that's what Kevin's point is. We also hold a lot of misinformation in our hands constantly. We we have the information we want to believe in our hands. Now, I got to get ready to go, but uh, coming back to my show tonight, uh, we could find out with the uh, device that you hold in your pocket that you could be healed by sending your photograph in to this scalar light guy. And if you have cancer, four-stage cancer, stage four cancer, like my brother has, maybe I should send him his picture as well, Uh, you might be desperate enough to cling to, oh, yeah, I'm going to be saved. My life is going to be saved. All I have to do is send this guy my photograph. Uh, you know, that's a good point. Mike says it's a good thing that it's so easy. You should have to anything worth. Maybe this is cliche, but anything worth having, it's worth doing a little work for, right? And information, maybe, maybe Mike brings up a good point here. Um, Maybe it shouldn't be that easy to access because that certainly means it's easy to access misinformation. If you have to work for it, if you have to actually do something for information. You're more likely to produce accurate results. If you have to adhere to things like scientific method, you actually have to do your own research instead of going on YouTube and saying, well, I do my own research. What does that mean? You mean you mean you went on YouTube? I think Mike makes a very good point there. Maybe maybe having it um uh... No, you don't Mike said... uh Kevin saying just FaceTime to heal a guy and save postage. You don't mail anything. You upload a photo. You're saving postage anyway. He he you upload a photo to his website. And the healing begins immediately because this light system, uh, this system will detect (laughs) (laughs) to your photograph what's wrong with you and start to heal the photograph. And no matter where you are, this is witch doctory, folks. (laughs) I I know I I gotta keep reminding myself I'm supposed to be open minded I encourage people to be open minded this one's gonna be tough for me in my defense when I have these guests on I tell them in advance I think you're full of shit before we go on the air I say I'm I'm skeptical super skeptical of what you're offering I'm a non-believer I'm going to do my best to give you a fair chance to make your case. But understand what what you're dealing with here. I think you're full of shit. And I will tell that guy, this guy tonight, Tom Palladino, before we go on the air, uh, I think you're dealing with with witch doctory bullshit here. I will try to be as open-minded as I can. I'm not going to tell the audience what to think. I'm telling the audience what I think here. I'm not telling you what to think. I think most of you on the morning show, most of you, I say, (laughs) maybe one guy out there, uh, is uh, sufficiently guarded not to let this stuff fool them. That's what I'll say about that. Anyway, so I'm not going to tell people what to say. What to say. Again, the big show this week is Wednesday. Uh, Billy Wayne Davis testified. New special is out. It's on 800-pound uh, gorilla. It's only $12. Very worth the $12. I hope you uh, check it out. I will be uh, mentioning it again then. We'll, we'll be talking about it and hopefully get some people to uh, patronize this special. I saw the show live back in may it is fucking hysterical it's fucking hysterical one of the best uh, comedy sh- specials you will find in the modern era that's all i have to say for today i'm going to say goodbye i have to go deal with my decision making for my own personal life and he, he wrapping this up i'm wondering how many people in america right now in the world I know Carl is wrapped up in World Cup fever. How many people are just getting, going to work today and not thinking about any of the things I talked about here this morning, just living day to day as if none of this shit matters? And maybe it doesn't. I mean, obviously, the scale of light stuff, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, the Twitter stuff, the Trump stuff, the America imploding on itself stuff, maybe it doesn't matter. We'll find out soon enough. I guess. William says millions. Yeah, I think most people work a day, don't give a shit about any of this fucking stuff I talked about today. Won't even think about it. The thoughts will never cross their mind. Which is why I'm here trying to fight the good fight and say, listen, maybe you should think about these things. I'm not, uh, again, I'm over time here. I got to run. But on the gun issue, I'm not a gun grabber. I'm not against the Second Amendment. I think there are legitimate reasons for people having guns, AR assault ban weapons, and here's the the stat. If we're going to go down stat road, assault weapons were banned from 1994 to 2004. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> my campaign manager reminded me. Uh, Matt Nappo for president. Look on my Facebook page. I need to start a website for it. Uh, assault ban- uh, weapons were banned from 1994 to 2004 in this country. Mass shootings were down 70, a little bit more than 70%. Obviously, it didn't eradicate them. But hey, that's a huge improvement. And you can't overlook that. Banning banning assault weapons is not taking your, rif- your hunting rifles. It's not taking your handguns. It's not any of that stuff. It's not tr- coming to your door and saying, give us your guns. None of that. The people on the right now want you to believe that that's the plan. And to be fair, there is a small but significant minority on the left that does want that. They would love to come to your house and take your gun. That's impossible, and we know that. Not going to happen. But there is a small group that wants that. But the majority of people just want the mass shootings to stop, and let's do something other than thoughts and prayers. That's my show for today. I'm going to leave you with those thoughts and prayers. And hopefully uh, I've given you something to think about uh, with all the stuff. I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe Zach will be joining me. Uh, The offer is open to anybody who's been on this program all week long to pop in, especially on on Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to Reach out to everybody who's ever been on this program and say, if you want to stop by, I'll be doing a long show from 8 a.m. to whenever I feel like ending it, actually, uh, on Thursday. And everybody and anybody who has been on the program is welcome to pop in. Yeah, listen, you're all home anyway. Some of you may be hungover because you'll be out partying Wednesday night. Uh, But if not, please join me then and join me tomorrow. Or check out tonight and, and see how I do. Withholding my temper on the scale of light stuff. That's the show for today. Don't forget to turn on your radio and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Bye for now.